This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by IndieWrestling.us. Check out IWC, RWA, and more. And listeners like you, support this show at patreon.com slash wrestlingmayhemshow. Hey guys, it is the Indie Mayhem Show. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter on a Sunday afternoon if you're on video. Mid-afternoon sun is going on, but audio, you don't care, so why am I telling you that? Please go check out everything at WrestlingMayhemShow.com where you can find this and so many other great podcasts and past interviews we've done with people in and around independent professional wrestling and all kinds of professional wrestling. That indie wrestling, we need to start separating that a little bit because there's really like everything going on these days. Um, and also please check out IndieWrestling.us. A lot of people that we do talk to on the show are featured over at IndieWrestling.us and the Indie Wrestling Network. And you can see a lot of them in action and on the YouTube and Facebook channels for that as well, including the past interviews for this here. And of course, if you have anything you want to get at, at us about, especially if there's a... Uh, uh, an interview that we've had announced that you want to put any questions to or anybody you want to suggest for the show, hit us up at goodtimes at wrestlingmayhemshow.com and 412-206-WMS0. So we got very special. Through circumstances, there was, happens to be a project that we're, we're working on, and we were able to have a very special guest with us here today. So much they're pounding down the wall. There's some construction going on next door, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but we're just going to power through it right now in our, in our little podcast studio. But uh, Rosa Mendez is with... They're, directly behind beneath us <laughs> rosa mendez is with us in the studio through all this all this chaos thank you so much for joining us of course my pleasure i you know I, of course people know of you from things yeah. like total divas and wwe television and everything right mm-hmm. but uh i usually like a little icebreaker first of all do you like my hair <laughs> <laughs> i tried to go blonde i was going through a little crisis and i wanted to be a blonde and it all fell out so, it all fell out. Yeah. Oh, I no. Had it. Yeah. <laughs> it <laughs> was quite a quite traumatic moment in my life as I'm brushing <laughs> my hair and all these chunks are. Oh, out. no. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I'm afraid the color of my hair. That's why I'm going, oh, natural gray over here because yeah, I, I just. Some gray too if nothing, well. I just hope that I go so, like Kevin Nash Silver Fox over here, oh, right? Yeah. You know? That'd it's, be nice. it's, it's a goal in yes. my life. Anyways, I got a little bit of an icebreaker I like to put out for people out there. So, what was your first memory of professional wrestling? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, I have so many amazing memories. This is a hard question. <laughs> oh, they, they don't My get better. My first one? Okay. Like, what was the earliest thing you remember that kind of was like, hey, pro wrestling? That's kind of a thing that oh, okay. uh, got hey, my attention. Wrestling. Okay. Um, so there was a Diva Search mm-hmm. in 2006. Mm-hmm. And I remember like a modeling booker contacted me because I was doing jiu-jitsu and Muay Thai. And he's like, oh, my gosh, this would be perfect for you. Uh, I was very rough around the edges back in the day. Um, I was a model, but I was, like, very, like, rough and tough and didn't wear makeup. And I would go to my photo shoots, and they'd put on my makeup for me. But So I show up to this hotel, okay, like a uh, conference room with all these babes, like, hot chicks in like gowns and i'm mm. like what like i don't belong here <laughs> i go i thought this was wrestling i thought i could just be myself where i was wearing ripped jeans and mm. a beater and like hardly any makeup and my baseball cap like i'd like myself because i thought i was like you know i'm gonna be a wrestler so i'm gonna try and be a wrestler here so uh i thought i was just gonna get interviewed but it was like totally nothing that i expected 
Um, so uh, there was like thousands of girls there or like hundreds. They, they, it was thousands that, that tried out for it, but only a couple hundred were in that room and girls were coming in and out of the, uh, interviews <laughs> crying. And I'm like, what the, what's going on in there? <laughs> so I go in and I didn't let anyone talk. There was Miz, there was Ashton Mazzaro, Kevin Dunn, big, like I didn't let them talk. I'm like, they're not going to break me. Mm-hmm. So I just told them about myself and mm-hmm. I was like swearing <laughs> and they loved me. So I passed all three stages of uh, three days of the interviews and I made it to the diva search and we were able to be uh, go on TV on SmackDown and raw. When I first walked out to that crowd, that adrenaline was so crazy. I was like, I'm, this is my calling. This is what I'm going to do. I love this. <laughs> but of course, I didn't realize how hard it would mm-hmm. be to become a wrestler. Like I had no idea. I'm like, I love this car. I need to do this. I love it. I thought I thought because I was always good at everything that I did that I would like be an amazing wrestler right away. Like, okay, like I'm going to do this. I'm going to win the Steve search and then I'm going to be on TV. And yeah, that's it. That's it. That's that. It's fascinating. So, so what was your kind of experience? Like, did you watch any wrestling before, like, kind of present, being presented with this? On and off, because okay, so I was a really big fan of the fitness scene, and right. uh, Tr- I Trish Stratus was like my all time. She was my inspiration to work out when I was like seventeen years old. Like, mm-hmm. she was all over the fitness magazines, and then she started wrestling. So I always followed what she was doing, and then she started wrestling. So I started watching her wrestling. I was like. Like, she's so, like, she was my inspiration. She mm. is my, like, I idolize this woman, still do. And um, so when she started getting into I was watching it on and off. Like, I wasn't religiously watching wrestling, but I started an interest, huge interest in it. So, um so when I heard about the diva search, I knew exactly what I was getting into. So you you, you had a little, yep, <laughs> or at least you thought you did, right? <laughs> I thought I knew exactly what I was getting into. But at least into. you saw it on TV. You kind of saw the physicality and yeah. everything. So. And then the crowd. I got addicted to that crowd mm-hmm. reaction because like some of the girls got booed, but I didn't. It's kind of, we always have this conversation, even especially that era, you know, we were talking about, we've done this show for, for 14 years. So I think we were around diva search time. And 2006, right? It was 2006 yeah. he came in, right? Yeah. Oh, you, your wrestling career is about as long as our podcast. It's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> um, uh, so, so like, it's crazy. Like, you were just, we were just talking off camera uh, on another thing about like passion and people training, yeah. right? And like, you were there in front of a crowd and then had to train. Like, well, also too, we weren't really liked backstage. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Why are these people like not liking us?" They said hi. Yeah, but I was like, "I don't feel like they don't really like us." I'm like, "Don't you get that feeling to the girls?" And they're like, "Yeah, I get that feeling too." We didn't know why, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so I didn't um, I didn't win the diva search, but I made it to fourth place, and I expected them to be like, "Okay, here's a contract," and they didn't. I never heard from them again after I got cut, and I was like, um, "Hello." So I like emailed. Uh, John Laurinaitis and I'm like so when when do I get to train and he didn't answer and I'm like like what's going on here like everyone answers me like you mm-hmm, know what I mean mm-hmm. so then I emailed again no answer email again no answer so I wrote this long ass email telling him that I would live out of a cardboard box in Kentucky if I had to <laughs> to wrestle and then I got an answer <laughs> There you go. So then uh, from Vegas, making great money as a glamour model, I moved to Louisville, Kentucky, <laughs> where people didn't like me. Mm-hmm. And I moved in with Maurice. Mm-hmm. So her, 
Maurice and I in Louisville, Kentucky, in like the outskirts of Louisville, Kentucky, we meet, okay, at the airport and we go shopping at Walmart yeah. for house stuff. Yeah. And everyone is staring at us. I'm like, what is wrong with these people? Like everyone, like we're aliens. Like mm-hmm. we looked, I mean, she just came out of Playboy and here I am like, mo- like for modeling, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, we stuck out like sore thumbs, but we were like, we're like, we're going to kill this. We're going to get, do this. Like we, just because models back then where they weren't really like getting, it was just when they started hiring the models. Mm-hmm. So they, it wasn't really like, like a like thing. And we felt that we're like, we're going to kill this thing. We're going to prove everybody wrong. She had the same amount of passion as I did. Awesome. And of course, like those those days, um, you know, it, it, you know, before the women's evolution and everything. So the, like wrestling on WWE was kind of a different animal at the time, too. Right. Mm-hmm. So very different. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the time that I actually started training, um, the women weren't really being used as the same as they are now. So basically, um, I was I I got hired I got hired and then I was valeting right away. Mm-hmm. And in Louisville, we had so many at OVW. We had so many shows. We had shows six days a week. So all we did, we we did shows every every day, and um, we didn't get a real chance to really train that much. So when we did train, I would go in like early before the shows to train sometimes, but I didn't get as much wrestling training. I mostly just valeted for the first year and a half of my OVW career. So I got to really wrestle when I moved to Tampa at FCW. I wrestled like every day. And it was it was really fun. I was uh, having matches against the Bell Twins. And yeah, it was great times. Like we wrestled in a bar once. And <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was every week we had to wrestle in this bar. Oh, my God. What's the name of the bar? Let me think. So the ring was smaller mm-hmm. and it was at a bar. And then finally it broke. And we had to wrestle in this broken ring <laughs> and everyone's like don't bump on the left side so i was like i'm like how are we gonna do this comeback you know what i mean <laughs> but yeah um just so many good memories from fcw that's always go. been been fun to kind of listen to those stories especially people have had opportunities to get kind of right into the, the system like you kind of still have that indie wrestling experience uh, with those promotions like you know watching like nxt these days you know, i had the fortune to go to like a dade city armory show mm-hmm. and realize there's like three rows of fans at a quote wwe show like mm-hmm. like and they set up the ring and everything right yeah like so we set up the rings and everything mm-hmm. and actually at ovw the girls set up the rings like we held the boards where i don't know if they're back at that now mm-hmm. but at fcw they said no boards for the girls and i was like I'm like, wait, we're gonna we're gonna carry the boards, and they're like, no. And I was like, well, they're, they they're like, well, we have a lot of guys here to carry the boards. I'm like, I'm carrying the boards too, <laughs> stacked onto each other. Because at OVW we did in the snow and in the rain, and that's why I really can't handle when fans critique me and say talk shit, mm-hmm. because like I paid my dues. Yeah, like I really did, like four years of developmental. It wasn't just Diva Search and then in. No, there, was, there was more to it. It was not. <laughs> yeah. And we I've wrestled in front of like five people yeah. and gave it my all. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I've done that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So uh, tell me about, you know, um, 
you're you're with WWE for a good while, you know, and at the time it was Divas, you know, not mm-hmm. wrestlers, not women's wrestling. It was the Divas champion. I think they had recently gone to like the the, the butterfly belt, we emotionally call it mm-hmm. here. It looked like something. I felt like it was something out of the Mattel par- partnership. <laughs> well, yeah, it was. I've had a lot of respect for that title. Mm-hmm. I did because I mean that's what we had, you know. Absolutely, no, that, um, that was the women's title. Yeah. So the only thing that was it's been hard is that. I, as soon as I retired, the women's revolution happened. Mm. So it went from like two minute matches to like 30 minute matches. Yeah. Right when I had to hang my boots up after I had the baby. So that's why I actually went back to train because I'm like, oh, I need to be part of this revolution. Even if it's for a year, like I need to go back Mm -hmm. and have these 30 minute matches with all these girls that I never got to work for that. Like I never got to have a... 20 minute match with Natty. Like I want to get good enough to have a 20 to 30 minute match with one of my best friends. You know what I mean? And I, that's why I actually chose to come back. When you were in the training side, was it like, were they kind of more preparing you for the kind of matches that were going to be on TV at the time? Or were they kind of letting you have a little bit more time to have like maybe a 10, 15 minute match? Uh, on, on those like OBW, FCW shows. Is this training back in, back in like the day? Like the way back in the day when you were doing that. Yeah, no, we had good, we had actually like um, some 20 minute matches, yeah. tag team matches and like eight minute matches, singles or, te- or and fif- to 15, but nothing like 30 minutes. Yeah, so there 20. was there was like pre- the preparation for it just when you got to TV, it's just that opportunity wasn't around it seemed. It, it It's not the same. Like right now, like these girls are like, they're like main eventing sometimes mm-hmm. and it's like, I just, this is my one like thing in life. I, maybe my daughter can one day wrestle and it, be able to have like that 30 minutes dream, dream match, which, which, which I wish I could have had, you know, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's, it's hard to, I love watching. It. I'm so happy, but like, I wish that I could have been a part of it, you know? Absolutely. So tell me about that. So you got the bug, like, what was the kind of thing that, that was like, I got like, what was kind of the trigger? That like I gotta go back. Was the evolution stuff in general, or did you did you see anything from the girls on TV now that kind of popped that for you? So I was always a valet, mm-hmm. and then I would get thrown in matches after not wrestling for like six months and totally shit the bed. Mm-hmm. And um, I felt like I wanted to to train and wrestle every day and have awesome matches. Where I wanted that one match where I would go to the back and the boys would clap. You know, and I never got that. I was kind of thrown into the mix when someone got hurt at a year before European tour. Yeah. And then I would get put into wrestle. And I mean, I obviously I wouldn't wrestle like a superstar, you know. Um, So but that's my I take that responsibility. Like I while I was valeting, I could have gotten in the ring earlier and trained every day. That was that's one of my regrets that I had. But with the schedule is just you're so tired from the driving and the, you know, I always would get in the ring, but I should have stayed in the ring like longer and I mm-hmm. should have worked harder. I always had that should have, could have, you know, because I, I wish that I could have had some really good matches in WWE and I'm, I actually don't have any matches that I'm actually proud of. Jeez. Yeah. And how, so, how many years were you in with them? I was with them for 11 years. For 11 years. But I was mostly valeting. Wow. I have some great, matches that I was valeting and I was proud of myself but uh maybe there's maybe one or two that I really like that I've done but but I feel like I could have done better mm-hmm. my opponents were great mm-hmm. my opponents were awesome but me as a worker I didn't I wasn't really proud of my work 
So you're kind of coming back to it. You're you're you know getting back into training and trying to get yourself going again. Um, and obviously that got derailed a little bit. But tell me a little bit about like kind of getting back to the training side. Of things. So I gave when I came, went back, like I gave it my like all. I think I went way too. I know I went way too hard. <laughs> I was driving to Baltimore twice a week, um, eighteen hours of driving. Jeez. Five hours of training each. Each training session was five hours, so ten hours of training with no like hardly any sleep, and I'm a single mom. Mm-hmm. So doing all that and then working on totally fit mama, it was a, it was a lot on my plate, you know. But I was like, I'm gonna go back and I have I want to have a move set that I'm proud of. And as I'm getting like comfortable and good, and I have this gnarly move set, right when I'm feeling good, I tore my ACL. Oh. It was like a stab to the heart. I thought it was a torn meniscus. I taped my knee and would go back in the room. I'm like, no, it's nothing. I'm fine. Like I taped my knee repeatedly and would go back. I did 10 hours of training total within the period of three days after on a torn ACL, not knowing. A full tear, by mm-hmm. the way. Mm-hmm. Full tear. Taping it. And just it would just keep coming out of the sock. And I'd be like, you know. <laughs> and I'd go back in. And then it was like, I, and then I was like, you know what? I need to stop. And, and I knew that it was just, I, I just went too hard. I was like trying way too hard because I wanted to go back and, you know, I, I actually want to get signed with ROH, um, cause ROH was, is so like, you never look at Rosa Mendez and ROH would never go together. Right. Because right. Rosa Mendez is just like garnish, you know? And, it's um, kind of like, a, there was a lot of flashback when, um, when Matt Hardy showed up at yeah. Ring of Honor because he's such a WWE, you know, guy. Yeah. And it was like, here's little Ring of Honor workhorse company, right? Yeah. And yeah. I, so I wanted to get signed with Ring of Honor. And then um, I was going to say in between us, <laughs> uh, they, I got, I asked if I could train and they said yes mm-hmm. at Ring of Honor. And, that, and then this happened right Jeez. before. And I was like, oh my gosh, so like, I'm going to be training at their dojo. Like, oh my God, I was like so excited. Mm-hmm. And then this happened. It was like the worst ever. <laughs> um, and of course, we're seeing you. You know, we saw you at IWC hanging yeah. out as well. Yeah, um, I was. Tra- I've been training. I was training IWC. Mm-hmm. I was training in Baltimore uh, at MCW. So I was getting in three sessions a week. Wow. Yeah. So the, the, if, you, if anybody's questioning how hardcore she wants to get back at this, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, so what is the prognosis like? Where's the ACL? Where's your recovery at? Um, you know, when when we could we potentially see it pop up somewhere again in the ring? Um, so I have a lot to think about mm-hmm. because I'm a single mom. And I I could not feed my daughter. I couldn't bathe my daughter. Like, you know, when you bathe your kid, you have to go on your knees. and hug yeah. I, I couldn't do anything. I had help, but, like, I it was a big eye opener. Like I literally couldn't move. I had to take a pain pill every five hours, even Jeez. I had to wake up and take one, you know, it was, it was a really rough recovery. Um, so right now I'm just going to work on my business and work on my recovery and train, work out, train. <laughs> um, and my, I actually doing really well. I'm, I'm, I was off crutches after a month, which I did that, like didn't ask the doctor. I was just like, I'm getting rid of these. Um, but my knee feels really strong. Um, Mm. but I just don't, I don't want to rush. I don't know if I'm going to come back a hundred percent. Um, I haven't decided fully yet. It's a lot to think about. So, um, 
I love wrestling so much. I, when I'm in the ring, I'm like the happiest person. And I just, it's so hard to let go, you know? Mm-hmm. But I'm like turning 40 in October. And I just, I have a lot of things to think about my child. And, you know, I just, I don't know what's going to happen. So a lot to think about. So maybe a retirement, maybe not. We Just a lot to think about. I'm not going to say I'm retiring because I'm not. <laughs> but there could be a possibility. It's hard It's hard to say that in wrestling. <laughs> retirement in general, right? Seriously. I it's mean, like, like it's, you know, there's a lot of love for it. It's been part of my life for so long, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like Rosa is not, I don't want Rosa to die, <laughs> you know? She's a rad chick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, that's amazing. Well, thank you so much. So what are you working on? Tell us a little bit about... Um, thank you. Uh, well, let's dry moment. these tears. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean... There's no crying wrestling. I think it's really important because, like, you know, uh, people, you know, I love talking to people that have been to WWE and mm-hmm. now they're on the next thing. Because there's yeah. always a next thing. That's not the end of somebody's career. And I want to get drive that home to people. I mean, these days you're seeing, like, Cody doing what Cody's doing. But, mm-hmm. like, everybody's doing something awesome after WWE, it seems. Yeah. Um, so I started a lifestyle brand right when um, right when I was pregnant. It's called Totally Fit Mama. It ha- I, have me- I have meal pa- plans, meal plans <laughs> for pregnant women, uh, women on the go, and women just trying to get their body back after they um, have a baby. And actually, while... I was injured. I worked on coming out with a protein bar. Mm-hmm. So actually, like the injury was a bad thing, but in a, in a sense, I was able to give my 100 to the protein bars. And now we just launched a protein bar um, a month ago. It's a great tasting bar. <laughs> I'm not working you guys. Where was the camera? I'm not working you. It actually tastes amazing because I hate that chalky, chewy crap. Tastes like shit. Um, it's a really, really good bar and it's for girls, but guys can have it too. There's no estrogen in it. It's not going to give you boobs. <laughs> a question that I was actually asked yes, here before there's the no show. sugar alcohols. It's very clean. Mm. Um, it's a really good, healthy bar. I think it's an important thing because you, you see a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of, you know, wrestlers get, you know, do, get, do the, the nutrition thing. Yeah. And I mean, you guys have been on the road trying to maintain I mean, if anybody knows how to do this, it's got to be you guys, right? Especially because the shows end at 11 and you're looking for food. Not a lot of healthy options at Denny's. Oh, no. Natty, (laughs) I travel with Natty. I travel with Beth Phoenix. I traveled with Eve Torres. And um, for a little stint during Total Divas, I traveled with Paige and Fox. Mm -hmm. They're wild and awesome. I love those two girls, but uh, I imagine it the, was the stuff we've seen on Total Divas is only the tip I'm of like, the iceberg, right? It was right? like, <laughs> like with it was a very different animal traveling with Natty and mm-hmm. Beth Phoenix and Eve Torres, and then traveling with Paige and Fox it was like, like I it was living. I was living com- two completely different lives, <laughs> you know. Uh, but with Natty, we would stop at a Whole Foods as soon as we land. We mm-hmm. had our coolers, like I love traveling people like we work out right when we after we get our food we work out we have our coolers like we had a system and we Mm -hmm. had a good system her and I and she made the road those girls made the road really fun like you have to have a travel you have to have traveling partners that are fun and can rib people and like have like (laughs) Natty and I had this thing where we would go to our hotel and tell the person behind the counter that we can't, just came from a wedding. 
and we would talk about the wedding and the wife. And sometimes I was the wife that just got married. And I was like, oh, this is my fourth marriage. I don't know. And she's like, you think he's a keeper? I'm like, I don't know. I think I'm going for the cash. Like, like, yeah, I would just, we would just work these people because it's, we're, you know, we're tired yeah. and we want to entertain ourselves. So sometimes they're like, wait, we, didn't we see you on Raw last night? <laughs> And so sometimes we got caught mm. or sometimes they would be like appalled. Like this woman would look at me and she's like, and then we'd laugh because we like got her, you know? Mm. And then sometimes they would just ignore us. And I'm like, <laughs> but we would just act and pretend and it was really fun. That's awesome. <laughs> um, so what are you watching these days that, or, you know, regularly or, or not or on the indies or since you've been training or anything? What's kind of like caught your attention these days? So since my injury, mm. um, I haven't been watching any wrestling. Mm-hmm. Actually, not since my injury. I I watched it after my injury, and then after I started thinking about whether or not I was going to go back, right? I stopped watching. I, it hurts to watch because I miss it so much, and it's it's hard for me. Um, so if I decide to go back, I'll start watching again. But as of now, I, it's too painful because I I I can't be in the ring right now. And I don't know if I'm going to go back, so I, I can't watch. And it's like, I, yeah, I haven't watched my friends or anything. It's, like, terrible, but I, I just, it's hard. So usually I ask at this point of the show, what's the best and worst thing about indie wrestling? But uh, I think I'll, I'll move it a little bit and say, what, what is the, I just, here's another angle for you. What is the best and worst thing about Total Divas? I hate the drama, but you have to have it. <laughs> There's always some crazy shit that happens. Yeah. Like where someone's cr- like how it's it's all like when there's miscommunication mm-hmm. between the girls. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of us and we're all traveling together and then someone sa- does something and then the other girl takes it the wrong way and it's like chaos. And then feelings are hurt and then I feel like man that girl hurt her feelings like f you, you shouldn't hurt her feelings, but then like they didn't mean to it's just it was miscommunication and misunderstanding and not like being honest about how you feel about something is a huge part of the drama mm-hmm. and it that's the drama was hard like i i'll tell you when <laughs> when i was pregnant and one of the girls got mad at me and i was hormonal oh no i wanted to hit her and i couldn't because and i w- thank goodness i was pregnant because I wanted to smash her. And she was literally like yelling in my face. And she knew that I would not hit her because I was pregnant. And me and this girl are really tight. Mm-hmm. And we still are. But there's been instances in hotels where her and I have gone face to face. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking punch you. I'm like, we've gone like this. And like, I'm known as a little like <laughs> crazy. But I just don't like to be disrespected. Mm-hmm. You know? And mm-hmm. thank goodness I never hit her. Because I can just, you know what I mean? <laughs> Imagine on like, oh my gosh, every podcast would be like, oh, Rosa Mendez and so-and-so like gone to fight in a mm-hmm. hotel <laughs> lobby. Um, but yeah, so so um, that was the, that was really hard that I, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't say any. I couldn't hit her or slap her. Mm-hmm. And she's being mean. Mm-hmm. That was hard. What was the best thing about it? The best thing about it? I love attention. <laughs> and I love the cameras and mm. being on camera all the time and f- traveling everywhere and going on these awesome vacations with all your friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was uh, like and I my dream was to go to Paris. I'm like, before I get pregnant, all I want to do is go to Paris 
and then I got pregnant. I was like, oh, I'm never going to go to Paris. What do we do? We go to Paris and I get engaged. My ex, <laughs> my ex, which I have mad respect for, we're co-parenting, Bobby Shabinsky. He's a rad guy. We're co-parenting. We're making it work. That's awesome. But um, but yeah, we got engaged in Paris and it was awesome. It was a dream come true. So before I had the baby, I got to go to Paris. That's Best awesome. thing. Yeah. So where uh, where can people find you these days about what's going on with you, what's going on with the brand and everything? So I'm taking a break from all wrestling stuff, mm-hmm. including signings mm-hmm. and everything, and focusing on Totally Fit Mama. So if you want to find me, I'll be at these women expos and mommy <laughs> conventions. <laughs> so male wrestling fans, just just stay clear. Probably, unless yeah. you're really well, no, you in come, come see me. Come say hi. I'll give you a lot of bars, <laughs> a lot of free food, and I'll talk to you and give you a hug and take a Especially picture. Especially if you. you're a parent. And you don't have to pay for a picture. There you go. Just pay to get into the expo. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so I'll be doing uh, a lot of the women expos and um, mommy conventions, and I'll be posting where I'm going to be at. So if you want to come find me, I'll be doing that and uh, and selling my protein bars that are super awesome. Awesome. What are your uh, social media? It uh, Real Milena Roca. And I've kept my Rosa Mendez name on Twitter, La Rosa Mendez. So if you guys want to actually communicate with me, don't DM me because I don't open those because there's a lot of creeps. And I'm celibate, single, and not looking. So if you want to talk to me, talk to me through my um, comments on Instagram. I answer all my comments. If I don't, comment again and I will get to you. There you go. Well, thank you so much for taking the time with us here today. Of course. I know it was kind of a, a crazy scheduling thing that oh, we were yeah. doing I'm here so to do sorry. something yeah, else. But, I'm a busy uh, woman. Absolutely. Uh, and, and sorry for the noise. It's <laughs> As okay. we're dealing with construction. It's okay. Thank you so much, Rosa Mendez, for joining us. And, uh, of course, please go check out uh, everything that she's into and everything with our friends over at with the Indie Wrestling US and the Indie Wrestling Network. So in next time, until next time, please support Indie Wrestling and please support... Holy fit mama. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.